Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? This is Todd. We're back. Week three, film breakdown of the Tay and Todd podcast. Just Tay. Uh, not just Tate, just Todd here uh, doing the breakdown. Dwayne Haskins, week three against the Cleveland Browns. Let's just get right into it. Now, Washington is one and two. This game, you watched it because, I mean, who didn't? And it's pretty easy to say that this game was lost largely by the quarterback play by Dwayne Haskins. Three interceptions were obviously ultimately the difference. Uh, we've talked about, I mean, plenty of people have talked about those. Dwayne definitely had a rough game, but I also felt like outside of the interceptions, he had one of his better games. It's kind of weird because I feel like he he played better, but then he played worse. And so I, I think that in some ways the interceptions might have something to do with that. I think he wanted to be more aggressive, wanted to take more shots. I'll just say right now, I'm not super worried about the interceptions. The list of things... Uh, when you talk about the list of things that are concerning when you watch Dwayne Haskins play, the interceptions from this past week are towards the bottom of the list. The more concerning things are the misses, accuracy, the misses in terms of opportunity, not seeing a guy or not throwing it, or or the way he's bailing out of pressure, not having success, he's not creating uh, outside of the you know design of the play. Those are the things that are more concerning. Um, and then a lot of that stems from, you know, the inconsistent mechanics. And so the interceptions can be fixed, I think, pretty easily with coaching. He's not going to throw three a game, but the other things are a little more concerning. And so let's just get right into it and start with the first play of the game. Not the first play of the game, the first passing to the game. He started off good. He started off fast. Also, Scott Turner called a, a I would say, a pretty good game. Uh, basically, this is just one of those kind of quick stick routes where Logan Thomas is just running in and Dwayne just puts it right on him. It was a good throw. Good start to the game. Second throw was just a little bubble screen to Isaiah Wright. And now I will say on these bubble screen throws, these can be tough throws to make sometimes because obviously they're not throws that you're throwing vertically in that direction, 10, 20 yards down the field, but you are throwing them horizontally 10, you know, yards or so sometimes. And also they have to be thrown Pretty hard uh, with a lot of with a lot of kind of strength to them because you have to get the ball to the receiver quick and so it can be tough for guys sometimes to make these throws consistently well. I thought Dwayne did that well for the most part on these bubble screens uh, to Isaiah Wright or to Terry whatever it may be. I think for the most part he did well. There was one to Antonio Gibson later, but first one just a bubble bubble screen to Isaiah Wright. Blocking is pretty good downfield by the receivers and so this is a quick up tempo. Uh, Good start and on just some simple plays, but a good, you know, a good way to get your young quarterback into a good rhythm. Uh, you got, I mean, a second and five, you got eight yards, first and 10, you got seven. So now you're on uh, second and three. And this is just another one. You just drop back and you throw. You expect your guy to win. It's man coverage. I think that they anticipated man, which is what they've seen because of the 
lack of dynamic weapons. And so they actually line up J.D. McKissick out wide. I think that's great against a linebacker. Um, and so uh, that's, I think, Goodson. He wins immediately. Dwayne doesn't hesitate. He throws the ball. Again, easy throw, simple throw, and he makes it. Now the first and 10. This is the first and 10 play after that good throw to McKissick on just a quick out route, second and three. So now the first incompletion of the game. They're trying to work a double move to Terry McLaurin outside. It's tough to tell exactly what the coverage is. I think it's man. Um, with an underneath defender in the middle. And so basically, Dwayne, he just takes the drop back, and Terry runs his double move, and Dwayne throws the ball. So for one, Dwayne made the right decision here. He's trusting Terry to get open. He's just putting the ball out there. Now, for one, Dwayne does not make a good throw here. All right, It's underthrown, which if you're throwing the ball deep, I prefer that it's underthrown instead of overthrown. Your receiver still has a chance. There's a chance for pass interference. I would say that you absolutely see pass interference called on plays like this all the time. So it's kind of surprising to me that it wasn't pass interference. The defender didn't get his head around. He interfered with the pass. But anyway, uh, the, the the throw just kind of comes up short on Dwayne. And on top of that, Terry didn't win. Uh, and I think it's, it's Dwayne, he doesn't really have a pocket to step up in. And so he throws kind of all just off of his back foot. You see his left, his front foot, it starts off in front of him in line with his back foot, and then by the time he's done throwing, it's behind his back foot. And so that's how you know he's throwing off his back foot. Because if he's throwing off his front foot, then he's going forward. Here he throws off his back foot. His front foot comes back. Uh, it's underthrown, incomplete. I, I like the call. I, I He made the right throw. It was just not a very good throw, and you didn't get the pass interference. And then on third and 15, this one is, you, you were moving the ball, now you got you know, stuck in a in a bad down and distance. And this is, again, this is man, and nobody's open, really. I mean, you've got, who is that? I, I think that Steven Sims, you got open underneath on just a little, little out route to the flat for a couple yards. It's third and 15. You want more than that. You want to see if you can at least get in field goal range, maybe. Uh, Terry McLaurin's running a slant, but he kind of runs it. Instead of in front of the defender's face, he runs it behind the defender. And so, I mean, nobody's open. Dwayne throws it. Dwayne should not have thrown it uh, because that could have been a bad play. And so this drive kind of gets killed by the miss on first down, second down. I mean, not the miss, but the incompletion, the underthrow, the no call. Negative five yards in second and ten. And then incompletion where nobody's open. And I don't really love this play call either, if I'm being completely honest, on third and fifteen. I, it just later in the game, the, the call, the calls on third down, I think were much better here. You have, you know, it's, you've got two guys not even running near the sticks. Uh, you've got Inman in the bottom and he's running deep, but you've got a safety over there. And then I thought JD McKissick who lined up in the slot to the left got kind of lazy on his route. Cause he was lined up one-on-one with the linebacker and he's just running a little in, it's kind of like a slant route. But he, he, I mean, he just, he kind of rounds it out. He doesn't run straight at him and then move. He just rounds it out and it's easy cover for the linebacker. I actually think if J.D. McKissick runs a more precise route that he can create yards of separation that could have made an easy throw for Dwayne that could have maybe gotten the first down. So I don't love that route. It was a, just a bad play by the offense all around. So then you end up point, uh, you end up pointing, you end up punting because it's now fourth and fifteen from the fifty yard line. So you hate to see those drives, you know, flounder like that at the end. They come out next time. I mean, they move the ball at least to start. They come out the second drive, and uh, it gets even better. 
Uh, first of all, I love the run by Gandy Golden. Tough. He took a tough hit, but he got right back up. So uh, I love that. So on first and 10, you're back at the 50-yard line again now. Now let's talk about this play because everyone will remember this play. This is the in, the almost interception by Denzel Ward that was broken up by Isaiah Wright. Uh, okay, a few things on this play. So there was pressure, but Dwayne did have enough time here. So for one, he's got Inman running a fly. He's got Wright running a like a corner. He's got... Terry McLaurin running a dig route on the other side, and then Logan Thomas is running across the formation. He starts on the right, works across the formation, and is kind of running a, an out to the flat and then up as a wheel kind of. Now, Isaiah Wright, who I think did play well, I was happy to see him get the ball, got touches, and I think he's good with the ball in his hands, but this is a, this is a bad route. You can tell he's taking way too long to get back out. I mean, by the time he does get back out for the corner, for the out route, he has won, but it took a long time for him to get there. I think Dwayne stayed on him too long. He's waiting on him. And then he throws this ball, which now Dwayne is standing at the 40, at the Washington 40. He throws this ball to the Cleveland 25, okay? So that's a 35-yard throw that he's trying to put on a rope from the left hash to the far right sideline. So that's a, <laughs> that's a long throw that he's trying to make right there. And for one, Denzel Ward shouldn't be in position to make that play. But he's with Inman, who looks like he kind of gives up on his deep route. I mean, I think he's a decoy on this play, but he doesn't really seem to sell it. He, he kind of gives up on it, maybe thinking the ball has been thrown already. Denzel Ward turns his head around. He's right there to make a play on the ball. So it was a bad decision by Dwayne. One, he, he stayed on uh, right too long. He should have gone back and looked at Logan Thomas underneath. It's first down. Just get anything. Come back to Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas will get you some yards because he's open in the flat with room to run. Um, two, it was a bad throw by Dwayne because it, it, he, he even if Denzel Ward wasn't there to get his hands on the ball, he, it would have been incomplete. He missed right. Uh, it was a bad route by Wright. He took way too long to get back outside. Dwayne's waiting on him, which he shouldn't do, but he also shouldn't have to wait on him. Inman gave up on his route. And then also Dwayne... Almost can come back to the dig here by Terry, but I think maybe with the pressure on his face, he wouldn't have had time. So I think Dwayne has got to just, he's instead of sitting there waiting for right, he's got to come off of that and just work Logan Thomas underneath in the flat, and you'll get yards there, and it'll the play will have been a success. Isaiah Wright did a great job breaking up the interception. That was a good job by the rookie there. Great pass defense. That play definitely mattered because they ended up scoring on this drive. You get with the second and 10, at the 50-yard line, and then this is just Terry McLaurin being Terry McLaurin. Simple out route. These are these are just uh, this whole call is is, is a three stick routes, and then a couple of the outside receivers are running vertical routes. Terry's against the linebacker. Dwayne throws it. I don't know if he intentionally I, he throws it inside of Terry, which is probably not what you wanted, but in this case, it actually works in Dwayne's favor. Where he catches it and he's he the way his body turns once he catches it, he's immediately able to make the linebacker miss up the field 21 yards. Uh, this is either way. This is a good just quick drop back throw. Again, I've said it a million times. The problems for Dwayne start to show up when he hits the top of his drop, takes his hitch, and hasn't thrown the ball yet. Under those circumstances, he's usually on time and accurate. Usually. He still has his miss here and there. The real problems start to come when... He drops back, takes the hitch, and he hasn't gotten the ball out of his hands yet. 
And then that's when you see the sloppy footwork, the sloppy mechanics, throwing off his back foot, the inaccuracy, the bad decisions, and all that. Here, just out, and then Terry does the rest. Just a, a five-yard throw, but it ends up being a 21-yard uh, total yard is under the play. So you get a first and 10 and three-yard run. So then now you're second and seven at the Cleveland 26. You're moving down the field. Play action, roll out right. He's rolling out, and he just he throws it on the move to Isaiah Wright, who's out in the flat for a six-yard gain. This was a good play. Simple, roll out, don't hesitate, throw the ball, gets it out there. That was an accurate ball. That was a good ball. So now you've got a first and 10 after the, the end-around run on third and one, which I liked. I thought that was a good play call. Again, uh, I'll say it again, Scott Materner. Uh, Scott Materner. <laughs> Scott Turner called a good game, okay? It was it was definitely the best game that he has called. And you could see because Dwayne did play well. He played better. So my mouse is doing something weird here. Oh, oh, you know what's happening is I have a wireless mouse that's sitting on the bed. Tanner is on the bed and he's moving the mouse around. Yeah, I'm sitting here thinking that my brand new laptop is broken, but no. Okay, I can rest easy now. Okay, so first and 10 from the Cleveland, uh, first and 10 from the Cleveland 17. This is one of Dwayne's best throws of the day. The touchdown throw, the first one to Inman. We broke this down on Twitter. Basically, it is zone. It looks like cover three. And Inman is running, a, it's it's a seam route where he starts running at an angle out and then breaks at an angle in. It's a super, super shallow, skinny post, you could almost say. Uh, but probably really just a seam route. And then you've got the you got Isaiah Wright underneath, holding the underneath defender. You've got uh, Logan Thomas, who's working a, a deep crossing route, a vertical crossing route, who forces the middle high safety to kind of move with him. And Dwayne just, again, he he hits the top of his drop. He drops back, hits the top, and he just flips his hips, flips his shoulders, throws the ball, puts it in a good spot. Inman makes it a tough catch. Ward gets there right there, right on time. Not right on time, a, a half second late, right when Inman catches the ball. This was a good throw, a good play by Dwayne Haskins. We can talk about the interceptions. We can talk about all the bad stuff. We have to talk about the good stuff, too. We haven't seen enough of it. We need to see more of it. That's the problem right now. But when it happens, let's talk about it. He he hits the top of his drop, got his guy. He delivers a good ball. This play works. Boom. Just good. All around. So that's what we need to see more of. Or we at least need to see this and then not see so much of the other side of things, which we have been seeing. It's been three games. And I'll admit that through three games, you would like to have seen more to this point. But there has been some good. You know, there has definitely been good. So they end up scoring. Now you're up 7-3. to three, And this is the drive that ends in the interception, unfortunately. So Cleveland has now kicked the field goal. It's 7-3. to three. Washington is winning. So first and 10, two-yard run. So you've got a second and eight. And this is just a deep curl route by Terry McLaurin. And again, it's one where Dwayne is right on time, where it's a little play-action fake. And then, boom, just delivers the to the ball to Terry McLaurin, just on a rope, play-action fake, and then delivers the ball. Maybe there was an option. Maybe he could have handed it off, or he could have looked at the uh, uh, Gibson, uh, not Gibson, Barber, kind of on the wheel route, but he delivers a good ball to Terry McLaurin, who is open before the defenders can get there. By the time the ball gets to Terry, there are three guys there. Just a good on-time play, okay? 
there was a first and 10 play now where it was kind of weird, kind of quirky. Uh, maybe the one, if you remember, where it looked like Dwayne was trying to throw a screen pass to Wes Schweitzer. I think that this is actually entirely on Peyton Barber. If you watch it, it's a screen. It's a screen pass. And Dwayne is sitting here trying to throw the ball to Peyton Barber, and Barber is not getting his head around. His head is not around, the head not around, not around, not around. And at this point now, there's a defender there. And I'll be honest, this was, it was kind of weird because Dwayne threw it and he shouldn't have thrown it where he did because he threw it kind of into traffic where, you know, theoretically it could have been intercepted. At the same time, he couldn't throw it at Barber's feet because at this point, Barber's like 20 yards away from Dwayne and he couldn't throw it out of bounds because that would have been intentional grounding. So though this was a very, very risky throwaway that could have gone very poorly, it ended up being the best case scenario in this play. Barber's got to uh, got to get his head around on screens faster than that. I I don't even like running the screen to Barber. I think if you're going to get in the ball, you want to get the ball in the hands of your best playmakers, your best guys, yak guys. That's Barber. I mean, that's <laughs> that's not Barber. That's Gibson. That's McKissick out of the backfield. I don't really care too much to see a screen to Peyton Barber. But anyway, I actually think that was a, a small minor positive. It ended up being a positive or working out for Dwayne Haskins there. Uh, you get a second and 10 where he's trying to work at Gan- Antonio Gandy-Golden. Shout out to AGG. It's just an out route. They're just they're they're all running out routes. You've got the outside receivers, uh, Gandy-Golden, McLaurin running deeper outs, and then you've got uh, Thomas and Sprinkle running the like five-yard outs. So it's like seven-yard outs and five-yard outs. This is one where you have to just drop back and throw. And that's what Dwayne does. This is one of his misses. This is one that gets, it's just out of reach of Gandy Golden. On top of that, if I'm Dwayne, I'm probably looking to Terry McLaurin's side first. For one, Terry is is more open. But also, I think in these situations, I would just look to Terry first. Because he's Terry McLaurin. He's your best weapon on offense as a whole. Uh, but so, but I mean, regardless of the decision, there is a catch there to be made by Antonio Gandy Golden for about probably six yards, six, seven yards. Dwayne misses. This is his first real true miss of the game. Uh, miss meaning that the receiver did not have a chance. I guess, well, I guess it's his second real miss. The, the almost interception by Ward was also a true miss. This is an easy miss that you can't have. That was a tough one that he shouldn't have tried. This is an easy one that you just you can't miss this. You end up with a third and 10, and I absolutely love this play call here. Again, Cleveland was running a ton of man in the first half of this game. They adjusted afterward. I think they realized that uh, the zone would work against Dwayne. But Scott Turner was calling some good man uh, coverage beating plays. And this one, third and 10, rather than calling four verts like we saw you know, last week against the Cardinals on the third and long. Here you run a crossing route where if it's man, that's exactly what you want. Logan Thomas job, crossing routes by McLaurin and Thomas. Logan Thomas job, as usual, get in the way of McLaurin's defender. He does exactly that and clears up like 10 yards of separation. McLaurin is wide open. Uh, This is, I mean, this is such an easy play and throw by Dwayne. Uh, Yeah, there's, there's not really, like he made the play that was supposed to be made. It's 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 easy. It's simple. It's basic. Made the play that was supposed to be made. I do want to talk for a moment about this next play because this was a pretty game-changing, pivotal play, and it was a terrible, terrible, terrible call by the referees. First and ten at Cleveland twenty-six. 
You do the end around. You run the end around to Isaiah Wright, and it should now be second and four, the Cleveland 20. They call a holding penalty on West Martin. That did not exist. That did not happen. The back judge who called it was actually looking at Martin's back, not the front side where the holding would have taken place if he could have seen it. He couldn't even actually see it. I think he saw the defender's arm reaching out and thought it was a hold and thought the running back had the ball. Wright had the ball. It was nowhere near the actual play. And instead of having second and four at the Cleveland 20, moving the ball again up seven and three, now it's first and 20. And this offense right now is not super equipped to win in these situations. So you've got first and 20 at the 36 instead of second and four at the 20. First and 20, and I really don't like this uh, This kind of, I guess it's it's a little a little screen to the running back out of the backfield. Just a quick sort of bubble screen. He throws it to Gibson, and I mean, Gibson, I think in an ideal world, will make this defender miss. If he can make him miss, he'll get a few yards, but I don't love this. I don't love this call. I don't love this this play here in this situation. He also has a right on the other side uh, for maybe maybe a better op- option opportunity, but I I think he I think he threw to where he's supposed to, and just you lose five yards. And now you've got second and twenty five, and this is where the first interception happens. Uh, Dwayne Dwayne identifies Logan Thomas going over top of a linebacker. The problem here, more than the decision, more than the staring down or anything, to me is the inaccuracy, and I say that because. Dwayne shouldn't have thrown to Logan Thomas. I think he should have looked elsewhere. He has uh, Gibson coming out of the backfield for a, I mean, he's he's the check down option. He's coming out of the backfield. Gibson probably gets five plus yards here. At this point, you're, you you got to start thinking about field goal range. Knocking stuff over. At this point, you've got to just start thinking about field goal range. Not just thinking about it, but you got to be considering, well, we at least need to get into field goal range. We need to get some yards here on second and 25. And Dwayne needs to get better at working his checkdowns, his running backs out of the backfield. You rarely see Dwayne throwing the checkdown. He usually just hits the top of his drop and throws the ball. That's exactly what he does here. The problem is the safety moves with him the whole time, right? I mean, the safety drops back and just immediately opens his hips up. He he does nothing to make the safety move to the other side of the field to look that way, to to in any way somewhat think he's going that way. The safety has an easy break on the ball. But the problem more than anything is that Dwayne misses. Because truthfully, I Logan Thomas, I wouldn't say he's open, but there is a spot where you could fit this ball. We I saw Lamar Jackson do this about a week ago. If Dwayne can get this ball either up, kind of back shoulder to Logan Thomas, or literally right in the bucket because the linebacker is not looking to make a play on the ball right in there. Then I, this is an, this is a completion potentially. And these are the type of throws that you want your franchise quarterback to, to make, but rather than the back shoulder, rather than fitting it right in there, it's overthrown. And that's worse to me than the decision to throw it. That's worse to me than, than not looking it off at all. That's worse to me than not even going with the check down is just the inaccuracy. That's the problem here. It's the first interception of the game. But again, I think he needs to hit the top of his drop and he needs to identify, he needs to hit the top of his drop. Logan Thomas is not even past the linebacker at this point at all. He, and and I think he's got to just sit here and look at Gibson out of the backfield for the check down, get some yards, get in field goal range. Pivotal, pivotal play. That holding penalty set this up also, which was terrible, but Dwayne can't turn the ball over there. 
Okay, so you get the ball back. First and 10. And this is after Cleveland has scored. So now you're down 10 to 7. You're at the 25-yard line. Okay, and he's trying to work J.D. McKissick on the screen. And this is where you miss the touch again. You're missing the touch again. Uh, there's a defender he has to fit it over, right? It's not the sort of screen where you like where you can just easily just throw it to a guy. There is a defender he has to get it over, but he's got to float this ball out there so that J.D. McKissick can get it. Because if he gets this ball up to J.D. McKissick and he just gets around this first block, then he's he's getting the first down. He's getting the first down and probably some more. Right? This You mean talk about a missed opportunity. This is a missed opportunity. These are the misses you can't have. Touches, man, touch is still missing for Dwayne. I, it's it's pretty frustrating, honestly, at this point, because you would like to have seen some improvement, but he's just he just flicks it too hard. Just just let let McKissick. I don't know. I mean, it's it's not an easy. It's not a super easy throw. I know it's a screen pass. I know he's a few yards away, but it's not a super easy throw. But he's got to hit it. He's got to get more touch on that ball. Probably didn't need to throw it as high as he did. So then you end up with the second and 10, and you just hit Isaiah Wright again on a little bubble screen. Just, you know, nothing crazy, just a bubble screen. Uh, and I like I like Isaiah Wright on these. I think he's good on these. I'd like to see him get more of these. Now third and five, he gets sacked here. This is You'll remember this as the T-shirt sack when Miles Garrett gets a hold of Dwayne Haskins' T-shirt when he's about to run for five yards and get the first down. Instead, it becomes a sack for, for no yards lost. But I want to talk about this play because this is a play that I I think you could have seen one of the better quarterbacks in the league make a throw even with the pressure there. I mean, he could have run. He I think he I don't think he made a bad decision trying to run. The only bad decision he made on this play was wearing that long T-shirt that was unrippable. That that's crazy, but. He, you know, the pressure gets there fast. It gets there fast. That's Miles Garrett and John Christian. I think John played a good game. That's Miles Garrett. But I think if Dwayne steps up here and then is able to kind of just, just reset and get the ball out there quickly, at this point he's got Inman open, and he also has Sims on a crosser. These are tough throws. Maybe this is maybe maybe I'm asking like a Patrick Mahomes type of play out of him here. Maybe it's unreasonable. I just feel like there is a play here to be made in the passing game. I think there is an option here to to complete a throw and get the first down to Inman or Sims. I'm not saying it'd be easy. It would be tough. However, trying to run it was not a bad idea because he would have gotten the first down in, in a sack because of the T-shirt. You get the ball back. Cleveland gets the ball back. You hold him. The defense holds them. You get the punt. So you have got a first and 10, and this was the second interception. This was the drive in the second interception, which was which was really just terrible because of the spot on the field they were in, because of the amount of time left in the half. <laughs> uh, first and 10, Dwayne's is trying to work Dontrell Inman on a little, little curl route, little spot route, and this one gets batted away because... I'm not exactly sure who that is who batted it. I, well, it's Sheldon Richardson. Okay, that's what I thought. But uh, Dwayne, he's looking his way the whole time, right? This is almost the exact same route that uh, he gets intercepted on. He's throwing it to Emmett again. It's not the same call. It's not the same play call, but it's almost the exact same route. And I think it's, I mean, it's a good play by Sheldon Richardson, but 
he's staring it down this time. Okay. I just want I, he, he does, he does the fake and he's looking his way and then he, he throws it and gets batted down. Then you go to third and seven and it's the same thing. He's, he's just stares him down. The linebacker was, the linebacker will not make a, a play on this ball. If Dwayne is not staring it down. Okay. He just, he's, he's not, uh, I mean, I think he's, he's got Terry on the far side, the bottom who's working an out route, uh, about probably 10, 15 yards down the field and he gets open. And I think I'd like to see Dwayne give Terry some more of these opportunities, but at, at least just don't stare down Inman here. Just don't stare him down. Hit Logan Thomas in the flat and live to fight another play. But he stares him down. He throws it right to the linebacker. He comes right under it. And at this point, you're just lucky it's not a pick six. I mean, they ended up scoring anyway. Maybe a pick six would have been better because you'd have more time on the clock. Uh, This was really bad because it put Cleveland at the Washington 24 right before halftime. Whereas you're punting the ball if you don't convert here and it was just it was really bad all around it was it was it was a bad this was a bad interception as bad as they get short of it being a, a return for a touchdown just no excuses really to be made here at all uh i he can you know he can get better with the staring down but he he's got to just do it okay so we come back out you get the ball back in the uh to start the second half you're down 17 to 7 now suddenly because of two interceptions, largely, I've said I, you know, I'd like to see the defense step up and hold them to a couple field goals. Because if that happens now, instead of seven to seventeen, it's seven to nine. So the defense is not off the hook, but they were put in some real tough spots because of those interceptions. This opening drive to start the second half was probably Dwayne's worst of the game. Uh, just the missed opportunities alone uh, on first down and third down, the passing plays, the plays that he dropped back to throw. He hesitates on both of them. You can see both times. He he puts his arm back like he's about to throw the ball, and then for whatever reason, he doesn't. And both plays result in not nearly what they could have resulted in. First and 10, it's a little play action from the gun, a little run action. Um, you've got the sender, Chase Roulier, kind of swooping around. And he has Terry one-on-one down the field. He could throw that. That's where he's looking to throw. But he has Dontrell Inman open, and they're at the 25-yard line. Okay, Dontrell Inman is running along the 40, past the 40, wide open. Uh, the closest defender is five yards back. There's a two other defenders eight yards up, eight nine yards up. If Dwayne just delivers his ball to Dontrell Inman right here, it's probably at least a 20-yard gain, 20 to 25 to 30. Uh, he gets this ball to him and they're probably getting up to the 50 yard line. I would say they're probably getting to the 50 and it's, he's just wide open and, and Dwayne just, he's looking at Terry. And if he wants to throw to Terry, can throw to Terry. It's one-on-one, give him a shot, but he, he's got it. He's got to come off of that and hit Dontrell Inman here, who is wide open. I mean, wide open. Can't stress that enough. This is frustrating to see after the fact he ends up just running for two yards. He, he bails left and he runs for two yards. And so you don't get sacked, you don't get negative play. But in my mind, if you get two yards instead of 20, 25, for no reason, that's a negative play. I mean, he's got to let that ball go. Uh, when he hesitates, bad things happen. And then third and two. He gets sacked for negative eight yards when he had four receivers open. 
And this is the sort of stuff that you watch back and it's just like probably just really makes your head shake. You know, I like I don't really know what you say as a coach. I mean, I mean, what do you say as a quarterback, as a coach? You're like, it's literally just throw the ball. Just throw it. He looks he looks at Terry. He looks like he's about to throw it. Terry's open. He doesn't. He looks and he's coming back to Inman. Inman's open. He doesn't throw it. Logan Thomas is open. Doesn't. Steven Sims is open. Even McKissick, you could throw it to him. And if you can make a guy miss, it's not the best option. But you only need two yards and you have four guys open. And then on top of that, the he bails left again. He bails left because he 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 turns he turns all the way left to like he's, he fake throws again, like he's about to throw to McKissick and doesn't again. He hesitates twice throwing the ball. And then he bails left when if he goes right, he can easily run for two yards. He goes left, he gets sacked for negative eight yards. This is extremely frustrating. Oh, this is this is the sort of thing. When you watch Dwayne play, it's really about five plays a game that if he does does it differently, we're talking about a totally different breakdown, review, analysis of him. There's probably five plays a game that if he does it differently, everything is different in terms of his evaluation. This is one of those five plays. If he just makes this throw for two yards, there's nothing to talk about. He did what he's supposed to do. But because he didn't throw it to any of the multiple open receivers on third and two and then get sacked for negative eight yards, now you have people starting to question, well, is this the guy? Because these are the simple plays, easy, simple stuff that he's missing. Again, I'm I'm still confident he can get better, but this cannot happen again. This cannot happen again. You cannot get sacked for negative eight yards when you need two yards and, and everyone basically in the play is open. Don't hesitate. Throw the ball. I don't know why he, he usually just drops and throws. He doesn't throw it. Uh, this was this was a bad one by Dwayne. Uh, so they sack. Uh, he gets sacked. Uh, punt the ball. Then you get it back again. And then they start to come back. Okay, They did actually start to come back, which was encouraging to see, right? Uh, you had another a little play-action bootleg, little rollout. They did that more this game, which I really liked. I thought that was very good. It was a bootleg. He rolls right. Isaiah Wright is open. He throws the ball to him. It's a perfectly fine ball. Wright steps out of bounds incomplete. Uh, a rookie play. You got to know where the sideline is. He steps out. This one's not on Dwayne. This should be a completion. Uh, Isaiah Wright just making a, a rookie mistake. Second and 10. This is uh, 15 yards by Terry McLaurin. And it's just a, I mean, it's a screen, and you get good blocking out there. They did much better. They've done much better blocking on screens and whatnot than they did against the Eagles. Week one, abysmal. Week three, good. 15 yards, not much to talk about Dwayne here. He throws an accurate pass for the screen up to Terry. That's all, he, that's all he needs to do. First and 10. This is the one that Antonio Gandy-Golden unfortunately dropped. I mean, he's got to catch it. And, and, and I mean, he, you know, this is his first real... I mean, not his first reel. He caught one for three yards, but this is his first bigger one. I mean, catching a, a further, longer pass, whatever you want to say. And so I, I, I'm i not worried about his ability to catch the ball. I think the ball is okay. I mean, the ball could be right on him. The ball isn't right on him, and I think it could be on him, but I think that that's nitpicking. Uh, I think that he absolutely has to make this catch. Uh, Dwayne does his, his, it's another rollout, another bootleg, again, rollout. He throws it on the move, and he's accurate, and it's just a drop. And so that's unfortunate, but again, you convert you convert on third and six, 
end up with a third and six after a four-yard run. J.D. McKissick is wide open. Dwayne, he, he motions out of the backfield, hits the top of his drop, and he just identifies McKissick right in front of his face, wide open, gets him to the four-yard line. I think McKissick could have scored on this if he cut back inside along the sideline. He cut outside, which was kind of weird, but whatever. Uh, so all along this drive, you have the incompletion to right, which was on right. The screen to Terry, that's just a screen pass. The incompletion to Guinea Golden, that's a drop. Uh, and then you have this one, which is just another easy, easy throw. And these are good play calls by Scott Turner. He's making it easier for Dwayne, which I think is good. That's what good play callers do. They make it easy. And Dwayne is just doing what he's being asked to do. They score on the two-yard run to Antonio Gibson. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, nothing, nothing really missed here by Dwayne on this drive. And that's why they score, because he doesn't have any uh, negative plays. They overcome the negative plays by the receivers. So defense holds the Browns again, and you've got another chance now. It's 14-17 to 17 now. You would, a bubble screen on second and three to Isaiah Wright, boom. Six yards again. He's hitting these throws well. He's Like I've said, these are not always easy throws to make. Sometimes you'll see, guys, if you put it high, if you put it behind, even if it's caught, it, at that point it's probably at least, at least a line of scrimmage, if not a loss. He's putting these right where they need to be. I'll give him credit for that. I'm not going to give him a lot of credit for it, but it's, it's I think, worth mentioning. They run the ball a few times to get to the Cleveland 13. Now it's second and seven, and Dwayne tries to fit the ball into Terry McLaurin. Terry's not really open. There's also a linebacker underneath. He tries to get it in there, and he just, I, I mean, it's kind of one of those where it's it's just not there. It's, it's just not there. I don't like it. Uh, come off of that and work Inman underneath. Inman is open underneath. If you hit Inman right on time, it, he may be able to get upfield and score. But he's probably getting you five, maybe the seven yards you need. No need to force this one. Just come off of it, right? He he looks right to start. I think he's looking at Logan Thomas immediately. Uh, Logan Thomas is is, is rarely open <laughs> on these little out routes or zig routes. or If it's man, if there's a guy right on him on a little out or zig or stick route, he's usually not open. Uh, but yeah, he forces uh, he forces this ball in here. Just work back to your to this side of the field, the the right side of the field. Hit Inman. Third and seven now, and he he hits Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas also does not get yards after the catch, so he runs a five yard out route and he gets five yards on third and seven. You needed seven, and I mean I I don't know what what depth he's supposed to run it. Maybe he's supposed to run it at five yards. I mean either way, this is a it's a fine throw by Dwayne, but it's, you know, you get stuck with fourth and two. Thankfully, again, if you only, if you need two yards and Logan Thomas runs a two yard route, you'll get it. He runs a four yard route. Dwayne actually, he almost panics on this play, but he recovers. He, he He's looking and this is a little, little in and then out route by Logan Thomas. And I just want to be the first one to say, I don't like Logan Thomas running these. Steven Sims. Yes, McKissick. Yes, probably Isaiah Wright. Yes, Terry. Yes, Logan Thomas. It just—I mean, yeah—he gets a little bit of separation. I mean, the the safety is kind of catching up, but Dwayne throws an accurate ball. Uh, Dwayne starts to kind of step up in the pocket, and actually, it's because there's a free rusher coming off. Uh, the linebacker Goodson is has a free rush at Dwayne, and Morgan Moses actually <laughs> throws his guy into Goodson. So ends up really blocking two people. Man, that's I that's a good play. I'm just now seeing this for the first time. Throws his guy into Goodson, which gives Dwayne the just enough time where he pops back up instead of just trying to run. He pops back up 
and he finds Logan Thomas first down. Now, if I want to be nitpicky, he's got Inman open probably for a touchdown. He's got McKissick on a wheel probably for a touchdown, although at this point he's most likely missing that throw because it's a throw that requires touch. He finds Logan Thomas four yards first down. And and a really nice play right there by Morgan Moses. Uh, the fumble, which I, I think was probably on Gibson, it kind of just hit his hand. Maybe that's just one of those things that happens sometimes, in the, you know, from a couple of young guys. But thankfully, they recover it because that would have been huge <laughs> in that situation. Second and 11. This is the miss in the end zone, the corner to Terry. This is this is one that's also kind of discouraging because it's just like he he hits his drop. I, I think he's I think he's a half second late on this. I think he's a half second. I mean, maybe I'm nitpicking. I think he's a half second late. But he has room to throw this to where Terry can run under it and get it. There's room. You've got you've got up until the sideline. You've got to you've got to float this ball. You've got to float it. You've got to put some put like be gentle with this throw. Don't <laughs> don't give this throw more than what it is asking for. Be gentle with it. It's like you're holding a baby, right? Like like don't be rough with this throw. Be careful with this throw. Don't force it. Don't rush it. Be gentle. Just toss it up there. Float it up there. Kyler Murray had a beautiful throw to for a touchdown where the ball like left the screen, the broadcast angle, and then came right back down in the receiver's arms. Dwayne had that's what I want to see Dwayne do here. Float it up there. And if it lands right at the boundary line where Terry has to you know, to have some uh, to a toe drag swag. What is it? That's fine, but you cannot miss this throw. And this is another one that's missed by touch. And we talked about what about five plays a game that start to have you wonder or be, have concerns. This is another one of those plays. Now, having said all of that, he makes up for it on the next play and throws a touchdown. A very good route by Inman. A very good throw by Dwayne. And and not just a good throw, but good process by Dwayne. It's empty. Offensive line gives him time. And now Inman's on the left. He starts right. He's, he's, I think he's looking McKissick's way. He's looking McLaurin's way. He comes back left, and he sees Inman, who is, is doing a little out and then in move. And the moment Inman starts moving in, Dwayne just puts it on him. Just, just right on him before the safety has a chance to do anything with it. And because he looked right, the safety has to has to respect that and move right. Otherwise, that window's not even open. Puts it right on him. Good throw. Good everything. Boom. He stands there. He has to stand there. Proper mechanics. Proper throw. Just all around a good play. But again, that second 11, I don't want to see him miss that throw and get to this third 11. He makes up for it, but that other throw is still in the back of your mind because that's still a throw that he needs to make. So now you go into the fourth quarter and the defense really kind of messes up here because they just got the lead back. Washington had the momentum 20 to 17. That was a good comeback. The defense has got to get another stop here. At least hold them to a field goal. Do not let them take the lead back. They let them march down the field. They let them uh, convert. I believe they let them convert a third and 12 on this drive. If I'm not missed yet, but third and 12, they get them second and five and then third and 12. And then you let them convert and you get down the field and they score. They take the lead back 24 to 20. I, I, you don't want the defense to do that, but Hey, you still got a chance here. I'll tell you what can't happen here, though. 
For one, you can't have the referees throw a flag for offensive pass interference when it's not offensive pass interference. This was a good play by Dwayne. It was a little play action from under center. We don't see a lot of that from Washington. We saw more bootlegs, a couple from under center. You don't see a lot of play action straight drops from under center. Now, this is a far throw Dwayne's making. He's making it from the 15 to the 35. So it's 20 yards, and it's at an angle. So it's probably like a 30-yard throw that he's making. And he puts it right on Terry. It's just a comeback route. Comes back. He he he, he throws it. He's, he, he's starting to throw it right when Terry is turning back around. Puts it on him for nine yards to put you at the 34. And they call it, call it offensive pass interference. And it's just stupid. It's like we can't beat the refs while trying to beat another team, while trying to beat ourselves. It's Man, they... The holding on Martin was bad. This one was bad. The the unsportsmanlike or taunting by Inman early was bad. Just some bad calls by the refs here, and they really kind of screwed this team. First and twenty now, instead of instead of first instead of second and one from the thirty four, it's first and twenty at the fifteen. That's a twenty yard swing. Twenty yard swing, big difference. Uh, you get five yard run by J D McKissick on second and fifteen. This one. He misses. He doesn't miss. Logan Thomas drops a little throw on a crossing route. Dwayne has pressure right in his face. It's a little behind him, but I mean, Logan Thomas has to catch this. I don't. I don't care if this is behind him. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers will put this throw behind a receiver sometimes, but it's perfectly catchable. And Logan Thomas drops it. Would have probably been a five-yard game. Put you at third and ten. The one thing I will say on this throw, and and I and Dwayne probably didn't really have time here. Um, I mean, I well, he kind of did have time here. Uh, he's got pressure right in his face because of a missed stunt uh, by Deron Christian. He's got to get better at that. That's one thing Christian has to get better at is identifying those stunts and getting back. But Isaiah Wright is running an out route at about the 30-yard line. So about, um, I'm sorry, at the 30-yard line, it's about 10 yards down the field. And if Dwayne gets this ball out, which he has time to before the pressure's in his face, Get it out there in front of Isaiah Wright with room to run. Uh, Isaiah Wright's probably getting the first down. He's probably getting, uh, probably getting the first down for you. Probably right at 15 yards, he's getting that for you. I want to see him attempt some of these throws. I want to see him look left and then throw this ball right when Wright is coming out of his break. Right when Wright is coming out of his break, and and then you you've got the first down. If not, you've got a third and short. Uh, even if Logan Thomas catches this, it's third and ten. It's still an improvement. I mean, he still needs to catch it, but sometimes I want to see him uh, take these other opportunities that are a little further down the field. But he does have pressure in his face. I'll give him some benefit of the doubt on that. What I will not give him the benefit of the doubt on is throwing an interception, trying to force the ball on third and 15 at the Washington 20-yard line, and pretty much putting the game away at this point. I mean, they had they had fought back. The two interceptions were in the past. The second quarter, they were in the past. You came back. You still have a, a, a really good chance to come back and win this game again. And on this one, they're just running a couple. Everyone is running to the, the line to gain, and they're either stopping or they're running out. And so Dwayne's working the left side. And he's got Terry, who's just running a little curl route. He's got Inman, who's just running a curl route. And then he's got Sims. I believe that's Sims, who's just running an out route. And between the three of these guys, there's two defenders. What does that mean? Somebody's going to be open. But if you stare down the guy in the middle, then you can guarantee he's not the one that's going to be open. And 
he <laughs> there's an opportunity here to convert this third and 15. Um, I mean, he could hit Inman if he doesn't just, you know, uh, telegraph the, the read and the throw to the linebacker. Now, he probably isn't even completing this ball to Inman, even if the linebacker is not there because it's too short because he this, this throw is all arm and his left leg is is far, far too much to the left for a throw that's directly in front of him. So, I mean, it's a bad throw. It's short. You wish it was so short that the linebacker couldn't get it. But then, I mean, he's got to, he's got to work. He's got to – you can't – okay, what he's supposed to do here is he is supposed to figure – he's supposed to basically read the linebacker and then make a throw based on that to either Inman or McLaurin or maybe even Sims. He's supposed to read the defenders. Don't look at the receiver – you look at the defense, look at the defender, he, so he can't move which way or the other. But if he does move one way or the other, then you know who you're throwing it to, and it's the one he's not moving to. It makes it an easy read, an easy interception here for the linebacker. Just unfortunate. Again, I'm sure he can get better at this stuff. And like I said, it's about five or so plays a game. Even if he doesn't, doesn't throw interceptions, it's still about five or so plays a game on misses and whatnot. Uh, they, they score a touchdown again. I'd like to see the defense get a stop there. They get a stop there. It's not... It's 27 to 20. It's still a one score game. Let's get a stop defense. They don't. It's 31 to 20 now. There's 840 left. This game is still not over. There's there's time left on the clock. Uh, he tries to hit Logan Thomas here on the little little out route. Thomas isn't open. I mean, and when I say that, I mean, you can get it to him where he can maybe catch it, put it on his hands, which I think is kind of what happened here. He got it on his hands. The defender's riding his back. It's a drop. Uh, first and 10. Second and 10 is a little wheel route to McKissick. You lose the yard. And then third and 11, he finds Logan Thomas on an out route. And this is the one that Logan Thomas had to die for. I would I would like for Logan Thomas to not have to die for this ball. That's fine if he has to reach for it. I would prefer he not have to die for it. This throw was harder than it should have been. I mean, he's got a guy in his face. And again, it's a far throw. He's done this from about the 12-yard line to the 37-yard line. So it, it's about a 25-yard throw or so. I don't know, whatever the math is on that, but catches it. So, I mean, it's a good enough throw, and it's a really good catch here. He helps his guy out uh, with the catch, the diving grab. Does Logan Thomas. First and 10, just a little spot route, a little stick route to Dontrell Inman where he gets injured, fumbles the ball, hoping he's okay. It sounds like he, he is okay, and it's not as bad as it seemed like it may have been. And then what is essentially the last play, you know, really for Dwayne is the sack fumble where Jerron Christian gets beat by Miles Garrett. And I don't really know what to say. I mean, he's Miles Garrett. And and would I like for my left tackle to be able to block Miles Garrett one-on-one? Absolutely. I would love that. Do I expect my left tackle in his third start ever to be able to block Miles Garrett one-on-one? I mean, no. I thought he did a good enough job considering who he's playing against uh, and I mean, sometimes stuff like this is going to happen where he just beats him um, the same way he beat him earlier where Dwayne was able to step up this time. Dwayne really didn't have time. I don't know. I He drops back and and he doesn't even really have time to try to take a hitch. Maybe, maybe, maybe he does. But it's it's tough for me to blame Christian because that's Miles Garrett. Yeah, he'll get better, get better. Hopefully he'll get better. It's tough for me to blame Dwayne because he, I mean, Miles Garrett basically meets him right at the top of his drop fumble. And that's pretty much when you know the game is over. In the end, I don't want to say Dwayne had an 
awful game. To me, an awful game is three interceptions, no touchdowns, no you know plays that resulted in anything, no movement by the offense. The offense didn't move the ball. You know they scored three times. They came back to take the lead. So I, and I'm not I'm not biased for or against Dwayne. To me, awful is, you know, against the Giants the first time he played last year. Not holding that against him, but to me that was awful. Awful to me is Nathan Peterson um and Nathan Peterman throwing five interceptions in the first half. Dwayne was bad. He wasn't awful to me. Bad is probably I would say I'll say a D plus. I'll say he was a D plus because he did throw the bad interceptions, but then you did have the touchdowns and so awful to me would have been three interceptions with no touchdowns and they they get blown out and they were in this game but but he did make don't I'm not downplaying the mistakes and the interceptions that he made they need to be corrected they were bad but I I think a d plus is me trying to be nice considering the fact that he did have the two touchdowns the three touchdown drives they did fight to come back even though they still lost the game but Dwayne Haskins um Again, it's a it's just a handful of plays a game where if they go differently, where if he makes a throw or if he makes the proper read or whatever, that the whole evaluation is different. Uh, but this was his worst game with the interceptions. Without the interceptions, it was probably his best game, but he did throw the interceptions, so it was his worst game. Against the Ravens, I just want to see him bounce back and really not have the turnovers, and I just want to see the accuracy there again. I want to see the touch there. Show us the touch, Dwayne. We still haven't seen it. And so that's just what I want to see. I will say I have not given up on Dwayne. Neither has Tay. We're not giving up on him. We're still supporting. We're still hoping. But I will say that that window is definitely going to be closing because what you need to know is whether or not Dwayne is a guy you can trust going into 2021 as your guy. You don't want him to be competing for the job again. You want him to be going in as the guy, and you have confidence in that. After about 8, 10 games, you pretty much have your answer because the last six games won't be enough time for him to undo anything. And so if by week 8 and 10, he's still playing at the level he's playing at now, even if the last 8 or 6 weeks he starts to light it up, does that you know that doesn't undo everything that happened to this point. And so... This game is not on the receivers. Guys were open. This game is not on the offensive line. They protected well. This game is on Dwayne. He missed. He made mistakes. Um, and, and so let's see how he bounces back from the worst game probably of his career. Uh, this is Todd with another quarterback breakdown of Dwayne Haskins. Signing off. We'll be back next week after the Baltimore Ravens game. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.